Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in her space. But we have to learn that. And it's a lot of hairstylists to this day. They still don't get it. They still don't get that kind of like, you just got to be gentle. You got to be patient. Just love on the hair. You know, if you love, anything you love on will grow. That's just a rule of thumb. Anything you love on will grow. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or even a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or if you feel comforted throughout the episode, lady, please leave us a review and tell us what we're doing right so we can stay on track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit herspacepodcast.com and enter your email address to get updates about our live events and all of the new beginnings that we have for this year. Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're, We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey girl, hey, it's Terry here from the Herspace Podcast. Every Wednesday, I release a Wisdom Wednesday mini episode that'll give you the quick boost you need to get you through hump day. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click the Wisdom Wednesday with Terry link under start here to get your weekly gems. I hope to see you there. Lady, today we have a very special guest on the show that we're super excited to introduce to you. Shari Wilson is an entrepreneur, healthy hair specialist, and motivational speaker whose goal is to empower you to be the best you. For the past decade, Shari has been an avid community activist and a voice to be reckoned with in the Sacramento area and beyond. Shari founded Dream Girls Fine Hair Imports and Salon with her sister Tanya Thompson in 2006, first opening a Los Angeles location and opening an Elk Grove location soon after in 2008. Wilson has continued her entrepreneur ventures with establishments such as Mixed Cosmetology Institute, her closet boutique, Starstruck Apparel, and now Level Up with Shari Wilson, her TV show all about hair, family, marriage, and much more. Shari, welcome to Her Space. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be on your show. Yay! So Dom's going to take it away with our quote of the day, and then we're going to dive into a juicy conversation with Shari Wilson. So our quote of the day, and Shari, maybe this will sound familiar to you. Once you master your subconscious mind, anything is possible. So Shari, that's your quote. When you hear that, tell us a little bit about what inspired that particular quote. You know. 
I believe that our mind can be a prison. And it's something that we, until we master it, until we take control of over it, it's something that we're, we're in prison. We're in prison. We're locked in there. And you have to know how to navigate your mind to get the things that you need out of life and just in general. So when I say you need to master your, your subconscious mind, you got to be able to control it. You got to be able to block the things that don't need to be in there out. You need to put the things that needs to be in there in. And at the end of the day, you have full control if you have the control. And a lot of us, we keep our guards down when it comes down to our subconscious mind. So we allow so many things in unconsciously. And then that is how we end up having the issues that we have in life, you know, the patterns that we keep having over and over and over again, we're trying to figure out why does this keep happening to me? It's because we left our, we left our guards down when it came down to our mind. Oh, snap. Shari over here preaching. I think that's, that might be why the internet connection isn't good. The internet's like, I know the, the something's saying like, I know this message is going to be so good. You know how it is when you have something powerful about to happen. That was so powerful, Shari. If you can maybe just talk a bit about your entrepreneurial story and what shifts you had to take in your mind in order to get where you are. Because I know, Shari, mm-hmm. that people see you online. They're like, oh my gosh, she's beautiful. She has the husband. She has the kids. She has the house. She has all the things. She has the businesses. How were you able to you know, go from where you're from and get to that place mentally? We've talked about, it's not just about the physical things, right? You have like an internal joy that you have. So can you just give an overview of your story and your journey and how you were able to do that? You know, I'm originally from South Central LA. I was raised between Crenshaw and Overhill off of Slauson. And in my community, so many people count little girls like me out. You know, I grew up where Nipsey grew up at. I mean, in the same area, my brother ran with him. And when I was growing up, a lot of girls, they was out there. They was having kids very early. I had family members that was out there having kids at 16, 15 years old. And so I remember my grandmother telling me one time I was going to be just like my cousin, barefoot and pregnant. And my goal was to prove her wrong. You know, at a certain point in my life, when I was around 13, 14, 15, about 16, you know, I did go down the path of trying to gang bang and be in the streets and try to represent what my brother, my older brothers was representing. But my sister, you know, she did a complete makeover on me. You know, she did a complete makeover. And when she did that complete makeover, that's the first time I ever saw myself as being pretty. I was a tomboy prior to that. And right when I saw myself as being pretty, here's my grandmother telling me that I was fast. (laughs) You know, I was going to be just like my cousin, barefoot and pregnant. And so I always had that in the back of my mind, even though that's what gassed me, that's what pushed me to try to be proof of wrong, which I stayed in a marriage for 10 years, an unhealthy marriage, because I wanted to prove her wrong, right? Because I only want to have kids by one man. I wanted to only be married to one man because of what she already put in my mind. So even though those things that she said stuck to me, that gassed me to push me to where I am today. But at a certain point, I had to release it because what then gassed me was also a wound and I was working out of my wound. And by me working out of my womb, I was hurting other people because wow. I was still hurt. Does that make sense? Oh my so goodness. 
So we can go back to Madam C.J. Walker. If you guys have, if, I'm not sure if you guys saw that movie, mm-hmm. Self Made. Did you guys see that series? Yes, so okay. good. it's on my watch list. It, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, it. You know what? The movie. You can take so many different things from that movie, right? And what gassed her up was. Her being that lady in that kitchen that got beat by that man who got hit by that man and she was bleeding, right? And she was bald-headed and she never saw that she was worthy. She didn't think she was beautiful. That is what probably helped gas her to do the things that she did. But her wounds, which is the same thing that gassed her, right? She, her marriage failed. She wasn't able to enjoy the process of her becoming a millionaire. And then once she finally became a millionaire and became having the things that she wanted and desired out of life, she passed away. And I think in so many different ways, a lot of successful women that end up happening, a lot of us, we can't really enjoy it because we're so worried about the next moment, the next moment, the next moment, because we're still trying to prove somebody wrong. You know, we're trying to prove to somebody that I am this, I am that. And if you notice in the movie, she kept on going back to that person she was with no hair, beat in that room, you know, and I'm not trying to tell all the, mo- the whole movie, but my point is the same thing that's pushed us and gas us is a wound that if we don't get rid of it at a certain point after it gas us, it gets to where we need to go. It can cripple us and it could cause us to lose everything that we're actually trying to achieve we can lose it or we'll die before we even able to enjoy it. So the therapist in me wants to know, how did you heal your wound? Counseling. Okay. So my wound was what gassed me up and what pushed me was the things that my grandmother said. And there was other people in my family used to call my sister, you know, money bank or this or that. And, you know, I always feel like, well, call me that, call me that, you know, what I had to realize that was, I was working out of my wounds because now I started hurting other people with my words, right? And so it was my husband, my current husband, because I, I got divorced, I got remarried. And my current husband said to me, he said, who hurt you? And I'm looking like, what you mean who hurt me? You know, you know, you just saying thing. Listen, I don't need you. You're here because I want you, you know? And I, that was hurtful. Like, you don't say that to somebody, especially your husband, you know, and I understood what I meant, but the way it came across and the way it cut them, it was harsh. And I would say that to anybody. Like I I just was a beast. I was always about getting what I want, you know, no matter what I had to do, I just get what I want. If I hurt you with my words, if I tell you that you ain't working, get out the way, I'll go get somebody else. I had to learn a different way. I was speaking to people and treating people for my wounds. So I had to go back and tell that little girl, okay, Little Shari, the one at 16, 17, 13, 14 year old girl, that it's okay. I got you now. What happened to you wasn't okay, but guess what? We're going to forgive. We're going to let it go. And we need to move forward. And when I did that, I went to a counselor. It was a Christian counselor. And she's the one who actually helped me through the process. You know, she's the one who told me to embrace the little girl. Now let her know that it's okay. And we don't have to hurt other people because of what, you know, people did to me. And so if you're, I guess your question was, how did I get past that? It was really digging deep, digging deep, deep, deep. And the counselor helping me embrace the little girl 
feel the emotions again, and then let her know that the woman that I am today will never allow that to happen to us again. But at the same time, we won't do that to no one else. And that's what clicked for me. Oh my goodness, Shari. Okay, you didn't you didn't preach the whole sermon and we're like, what, a couple minutes in. So my next question for you, Shari, you talked about where you came from and I know the Shari today. So learning about that, I'm just like, oh my gosh, so inspiring. But talk about what you do today. And, and I mean, you have this incredible healthy hair care system and businesses and all of that. Can you talk about how you were able to get to that place and actually what you do for folks that are not familiar with your work? Well, I specialize in healthy hair and... You know, just like a lot of black girls, we never believe that our hair can get so long, right? We think that our hair can either get to our shoulders or maybe above our bra straps and that's it. And some of us don't even know that our hair can get longer than that or or even get that long. So what me and my sister did was I was wearing protective styles for a very long time. And at first I was going to somebody and my hair was just coming out, coming out, coming out. And then we kind of took it over and we started just doing each other weaves, you know? And at the same time I was doing my clients, we wasn't really doing weaves on other people, but we were just doing our own. And then we started doing our clients hair, doing weaves. And we was put as much love that we put in our hair into our clients. And then we noticed that Our hair was growing, but it wasn't see-through anymore. Our hair was growing and it was full at the ends. Our hair was growing. We we still had edges. And we ended up doing a few more clients. And then one of my sister clients actually went on and was bragging about it. And she actually called it the Healthy Hair Program. So that's how the Healthy Hair Program came about. And we've been doing it now for about, uh, I want to say about eight years, about eight years now. And our clients, we deal with the inside out. We try to figure out what's going on internally. If you're low on iron, vitamin D, collagen, we try to fix all that. We put your hair into a rest stage, which means you're not manipulating it. You're not tugging on it. You're not brushing on it. You're just letting your hair be. And when we take it out, we make sure that we detangle it very, very, very well to where you're not losing a lot of hair. And pretty much that's the healthy hair program. 24 months later, 12 months later, your hair is much longer, it's healthier, it's fuller. You know, Terry, from your results. <laughs> yes. And just to put it out there, Shari has grown my hair, y'all, down to my, like the middle of my back, right, Shari? It's like the middle of my back. And my hair has never been that long in my entire life, okay? So this hair care program, it's not, it, it's the real deal, okay? Like, it's so incredible. And you have helped so many women across the, across the globe, Shari. I'm sure you have clients that are outside of the States as well that come to visit you. So yeah, where did that myth come from? Because I feel like growing up and, you know, just in black girl community, it was like a privilege and it was, you envied women that had long hair, not everybody, but some of them, right? You're like, oh, she thinks she all that, her hair is long. Mm-hmm. And you hear mm-hmm. people say like, oh, my hair can't get that long. Where do you think that comes from? I don't know, you know, and, and I was that little girl. I didn't, I never thought my hair can be this long. Never, you know, and just a little bit of real understanding how hair work, TLC, you know, our hair can get long, but I think it just came from, you know, just how African-American, how we was raised, you know, like, Girl, your hair ain't going to get no long. Come on, come over. And how we used to treat it, right? Your mama have you sit between they let her legs and she'll go with the breast and she'll just be yanking it. 
Mm-hmm. You were like, ouch, mommy, it hurt, it hurt, great, hurt, be quiet, start tugging through your hair, not knowing she's just ripping all your hair out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, some of that could have just been how we was raised and how they was taught how to deal with the hair and how to comb the hair. But we definitely have to, I always tell people, love on your hair. When people comb my hair, I'm like, love on my hair, love on my hair, you know, don't be pulling it, don't be trying to snatch it. But we have to learn that. And it's a lot of hairstylists to this day. They still don't get it. They still don't get that kind of like, you just got to be gentle. You got to be patient. Just love on the hair. You know, if you love, anything you love on will grow. That's just a rule of thumb. Anything you love on will grow. That's a, that's a trademark quote. Anything you love on will grow. And I think that speaks to what you've been, like the overall theme of what you've been saying about like dealing with the subconscious mind and healing your wounds, because I think a lot of us have to work through that sub, those subconscious thoughts of our hair can't grow that well. You know, our hair can never be that long. And when we have those subconscious beliefs or those core beliefs sitting in us, then our behavior tends to match that. And so mm-hmm. I think that a lot of us, our behavior matches that mentality of my hair can't grow that long. So we engage in unhealthy ways of, of taking care of our hair. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. That's it. And so what would you, what are some of your favorite healthy hair care tips? Besides, you know, leaving your hair alone every now and then, even if you have, even if you don't have a weed, if you wear your hair natural, sometimes it's just good to plait your hair up, you know, and you can do it and still look cute. The person who I love on TV that's always doing different hairstyles and wearing different type of things for her hair, kind of showing natural girls that you don't have to do much to look cute is, is her name Terry Ross? Terry Ellis Ross, yes. Oh, Tracy she's, Ellis Ross, yep. Tracy, Tracy, mm-hmm. yes. She's a prime example because sometimes I see her wearing some braids just going straight back, you know? And she have her lipstick on and her big hoops on and she still yes. looks good. Some of the things that we need to learn is that we don't need to always be flat ironing our hair. We don't need to always be brushing and tugging our hair. Sometimes you just need to let your hair be. Just let it be. If that means you know, plaiting your hair up in some cute little plaits and wearing it in a, in a updo style, do that. Or if that's putting your hair in a few braids going back, do that. Wearing a protective style, do that. Wearing a nice little bun, not combing it every day, but doing it to a point where sometimes I wear buns and I won't comb it through for a whole week. And that same bun, I will, you know, brush my edges, brush my sides, take it, finger it through a little bit and put it right back in the bun. But I won't literally take a comb and tug through it. So it's so many different things that we can do to put our hair at rest. And by doing that, our hair would just flourish. It would just start growing, growing and becoming what we want it to be. That's amazing. It's so helpful, Shari. And I think about the women that listen to our podcast. We have women from all over the globe that listen. And the question I want to ask for all of us is like, as Black girls, what does our hair need to be healthy? In addition to what you've shared, like, are there certain supplements or, you know, do we need to moisturize? And like, are there any, I know you have some products you might want to share with us too, but like, what does our hair, what does hair need to just be healthy and grow? Okay. So our hair need a balance of two it needs two things. It needs protein and it needs moisture and it needs to be balanced. Okay. So what does that mean? You can't have 
too much protein and not enough moisture in your hair be okay. You can't have too much moisture and too much protein. You got to figure out exactly what's going on with your hair so you could balance it. And everybody texture is different. You know, my hair texture can be different from your hair texture, but you got to figure out what's your balance. And then you need to make sure that your iron, your vitamin D, your collagen, all those things plays a part. And remember, whenever you're going through anything internally, it always show up in your hair. So I always tell people, if you feel like your hair is going through something, let's go get a physical. Let's go get some blood work done. Let's go find out what's going on internally. Because that can tell us the story about me. Your hair can tell you a story about everything else. So for instance, I had a lady, her, I kept doing her hair and her hair kept falling out in the sink, kept falling out. I'm like, something's going on with your hair. She was like, well, my doctor said everything is fine. I said, listen, something's going on. It was like a month or two later, it was still happening. I said, listen, I think you're low on iron. I said, go to the doctor and get your iron pulled. Well, she went to the doctor, doctor and she said, can you guys you know, check my iron? The doctor said, no, 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 you're fine, you're fine. So she came back and told me what the doctor said. I said, okay, tell your doctor that you're weak, you're tired, and you're driving at night and you can't keep your eyes open. She went back, told the doctor. The doctor said, okay, I'll do it for you. She went on that Thursday. That Friday, they called her from the ER saying, get in here immediately. We need to do a blood transfusion. That's how low she was on her iron. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And to I me, actually, there's multiple things there. Like mm-hmm. you, you are speaking to her, like you're telling her, you're observing things in her. So there's that piece that, you know, as her hairstylist, like you are able to tend to things and observe things, but yet her medical doctor was ignoring her. Mm-hmm. That's really deep to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually have her testimony somewhere on my page when she's speaking about it. But yeah, it, it happens all the time. So I just want people to know, all the ladies that's listening, that your hair is more than just your hair. Your hair tells a story. And so we have to make sure that we're paying attention to our body. Okay. Because the first thing to go is your skin, right? Your skin and your nails. You don't need your skin. You don't need your nails. You don't need your hair to live at all. You just don't need that to live. And so when your body starts doing things internally, okay, the first thing it's going to start pulling is from the biggest organ, which is your skin. And your skin and your nails is made out the same thing. So always kind of just pay attention, pay attention to what's going on. Wow. I'm sitting there and I'm just thinking about like all those stories that I've heard of women where their hair was falling out because they were stressed. And, you know, and as you're saying this, it makes me think about like work in the mental health field of like, you know, when we talk to people about what are some of the signs and symptoms of stress or anxiety or depression that I forget about your hair and how your hair and like you said, and your skin is a reflection of your internal health. It is. It is. And, and the, the, way, the way God made everything work was, you know, you need your heart, right? You need your liver. You need all this. You need the bigger, you need the other organs, not the bigger organs, but you need other organs as death or life. So God will start pulling from the things you don't need to live. But eventually, once he take everything out of your hair and your skin, then it's going to that next organ. 
you know, and that's how a lot of people end up being sick is because they don't pay attention to their body until it's too late. And when it's too late, now you're talking about liver. Now you're talking about kidneys. Now you're talking about your heart. You know, we, we have to pay attention, especially with African-American women. When we go to the doctor, we're overlooked. You know, they, we, they said, we tell them something is wrong and they're like, oh, no, it's everything is fine. Or you don't need that. Or you don't need that. So we really got to advocate for ourselves and speak up and tell them what we want done and what we want tested. That is so true. We hear that time and time again of uh, black women going into the doctors and not being advocated for, not being given the proper doses of med- medicine, right? Because they mm-hmm. believe we might be stronger, all that stuff. One mm-hmm. thing you did say, Shar, you talked about hair types. And I know one stylist I worked with years ago, she was like, I don't buy into the 4A and 4B and 4C. Is that a really, is that a really like a real thing? I know we have different hair types, but is that a legitimate sort of system that you abide by as far as the hair types? You know what? I don't do that. That's something that's new. Now, I won't say it's not legit because somebody created it and then she took each different type of textures and she placed A, B to this type of texture. So I won't say it's not real. Somebody did create it. Do I go by that? No, I go by texture. texture. Hair is like a fabric. Okay. And you got different type of fabrics. And when you have those different type of fabrics, you need different type of things to go with those different, different type of fabrics. Our hair is the same way. So the same things, same shampoo and conditioner I may use on my hair, maybe something different that I use on your hair. We just got to know the difference. Like what do I use on? Okay. And also we need to figure out this too. Do you know that our hair can change? You know, our hair change. And so when our hair start changing, what I used before, I may not, I may not use next year, you know, because now something has happened where my hair has changed. The, it's not as tight anymore. It's more porous, you know, it's not holding moisture like it used to hold. So we have to know that our hair textures can change, but we look at hair as a fabric instead of a, you know, she got a straighter texture or she got a kinkier texture. Just look at it as a fabric. Okay. I think we'll be better off, if that makes sense. That makes sense, Shari. And I I do have a friend that was pregnant and she noticed that after her pregnancy, her hair changed. And so I noticed that it does change during different phases in life, right? Depending on what's happening within our body. So that's really important to know. Yeah, my hair's changed right now. Like a... (laughs) Like seven months ago, my hair was like so different right now because I went on a diet and I was fasting a lot. I lost like 35, 45 pounds. My hair felt like air, you know? So it's just, and and people are like, well, how can your hair feel like air? How can it feel like air? It's just light. It's very lightweight. It's like airy. It doesn't have any density. It's just, it's not, I'm not feeling it right now. So it's different things that I'm doing, you know, (laughs) to try to get it back. So am I using the same products that I was using seven months ago? Nope. Actually, I'm using, you know, some henna a lot in my hair Mm -hmm. that you get from the Indian store because I need my, the hair strands to be, you know, filled up. And then I'm using a lot of green tea bags. So I'm putting, pouring green tea. Like I'm doing different things right now because I know my hair is not like it was because of my diet. So yeah, that's a whole different conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So interesting. And so considering as you talk about like diets being different, I know just talking with some of my friends that like now that we've all we're all sheltering in place, our diets might be a little bit different. 
and Mm -hmm. we don't have access to our hairstylists anymore. And so what would you recommend for us to do to take care of our hair while we're all sheltering in place at home and we don't have access to our normal routines? I'll go back to say the less you do, the better. Try to wash your hair. Some people like to wash your hair once a week. I'm not a wash my, you know, wash your hair once a week type of person. I wash my hair at least maybe every two to three weeks. But wash your hair. A lot of people get in trouble when it's time to blow dry and detangle. So I always recommend always wash your hair, you condition your hair, part your hair in fours until you figure out what you're going to do. And what I mean by fours, like you should have four plaits in your head. If you're going to blow dry it, then you should blow dry it by section and then braid it back up. But if you're going to wear a natural hairstyle, leave it into those plaits until it's time, you know, until it dries, always lock it in with oil. So you have shampoo, you have conditioner, you have leave in and then you lock it with a good oil and that's how you keep that moisture in there. And just, I mean, you're not going anywhere. So wear your hair in some plaits, chill at home, (laughs) throw on a wig (laughs) if you need to and just, just let it be. This is a perfect time. Really let your hair just be. Yeah, that sounds good. That's helpful, Shari. I I will say I had an appointment with Shari right before this happened. And I I definitely felt like a spoiled first world person. I was like, wait, I want to meet with Shari before before the coronavirus, you know, but I I, Mm -hmm. I will be seeing you right after this happens. I will be seeing you in the shop. All right, Shari. So we want to switch up the energy in our interview. And because we recognize, appreciate and celebrate the multifaceted woman, and we believe that it's okay to be classy and ratchet. You can still be elegant and dance to strip club music. We want to invite you to the OU Clatchet segment. So Shari, do you take on the challenge? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So our first question for you, Shari, is what's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? (laughs) <laughs> you know what? On a vacation before with me and my husband, I um, I think this is, yeah, I, I, I went skinny dipping in the ocean. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Get it. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. That's a really, really good one. Dom, you want to yes. dive in next? Yes. Okay. So what is your biggest pet peeve? You know what? People going around, like, not just being straightforward, going all the way around the situation without saying what the situation is. And I cannot stand liars. Those two things. So people that beat around the bush and then you're looking at them like, I know you lying right now. And they just mm-hmm. going. And you just like, mm-hmm. I can see right through you right now. <laughs> just tell me. Just tell, tell just me. Just tell me. Just tell me. Keep it a hundred. Just tell me. All right, Shari, the next question for you. This is a good one, so get ready. Shari, are you going to twerk or (laughs) two-step? You know what? I think I would twerk. (laughs) (laughs) Ayy. All right, so since since you're twerking, what's your favorite drink? Oh, I love a martini, cosmopolitan. But my favorite drink I could drink all day, every day, is tequila and pineapple juice. 
That's just, I don't know the name of that, but that's, that's <laughs> whatever that is. That sounds so good right mm-hmm. now. That works. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Shara, is there a question that you wanted us to ask or that you want people to ask you more that we did not ask today? No, I think we hit it. It was great. Great awesome. interview. Well, thank you so much for your time, Shara. We appreciate you. We, what we would love to share with our listeners, where can they find you online and where can they order your products and see your amazing testimonials? You can go to I am Shari Wilson on IG. I am Shari Wilson. And then my Dream Girls page is Dream Girls Hair on IG. And then my website is shariwilson.com, which leads you to my YouTube channel. Hey, lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Her Space Podcast. Do you have a burning question you're dying to get feedback on? Do you want an unbiased perspective on a situation you're facing? If so, visit herspacepodcast.com and click Ask Dr. Dom under the Start Here option. Every Tuesday, I'll choose a few questions and answer them at random. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast, or check out our website at HerSpacePodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. There's something inside of me that's bigger than any obstacle. We'll see you next week, lady.